Okay, so I haven't done this in a long time. I feel awkward. Okay. I'll close my eyes if you want me to. <laughs> what if we, Sorry. What if we both did the you. whole podcast with our eyes closed? <laughs> Hey ladies, welcome back to The Woman Podcast. My name is Katie Bizet and I'm your host. And today I'm so excited because number one, the podcast is back. Yeah. It's been a minute and and by a minute I mean six months and I apologize for that. <laughs> it's okay. We all lost our minds in quarantine. I know. I'm like, we blinked and six months passed. Sorry. And today we have Tanner Cangelosi with us. Hello. Hello. And if you've been around New Life at all or if you are from Arkansas. You probably know who Tanner is. I don't know about that. I'm not that famous. She's a local celebrity. <laughs> okay. Maybe Infamous. Not. Infamous. Um, but she and her husband, Tanner, have been around New Life for a very long time. Since the beginning, right? We have. So Corey started work or started coming to New Life the year they they launched. And I was uh, at a church across town. Don't mm-hmm. hate me. Oh, so, yeah. But as soon as we got engaged, we started coming to New Life. And that so my introduction was about four years into New Life. Awesome. And, um, and it's just been an incredible ride because really I feel like we've grown up now with mm-hmm. New Life because we started, you know, at 18 and then – um, they were here through some very crucial decisions in our lives. We even at one point wanted to be missionaries in China when Corey and I first got married wow. and Rick got behind us and said, you know, we're going to support you. He said, I'd really love for you to come on staff and be children's pastors. But we were like, uh, thanks, but no, thanks. We're going to work with real people, like <laughs> with actual humans. <laughs> and so, um, we went to China, um, through a trip that new life backed us and thinking, okay, we're going to, Corey had his MBA. We were thinking he was going to get a business job. And then I was going to teach golf. I know it sounds very strange, <laughs> but golf is big up and coming there. And so we thought, let's, we're going to do this. And as soon as we got there, we thought the missionary we were serving was going to be like, oh, praise the Lord. So he has brought people to help me. And mm-hmm. we thought we were like God's gift to her. And we were <laughs> like, like fresh out of college. We did not know anything. And, um, And I just realized how prideful we were in that moment. And we were talking to her and Rick had already talked to us about children's ministry and we were talking to her and she said, you know what we really need? We really need people back in the United States, raising up the next generation of believers. And as soon as she said that, we looked at each other and we, we got back, we called Rick and we said, we want to do, we want to be children's pastors. No way. And so we started, um, about 15 years ago and um, anyway, it's been an incredible, incredible journey because we kind of were thinking, okay, he has his MBA. We're going to go make money. Mm-hmm. Like we're going to make it ring. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, and then obviously God brought us into this field that we never thought we would be in, but it's blessed our socks off because mm-hmm. starting in children's ministry and now having six children of our own, it's just, I feel like we got such a head start to see, okay, this is how we want to raise our kids to see yeah. families that did it really well. Mm-hmm. And then now we're able to apply those to mm-hmm. our herd of children that, herd. Ne- that never leave. I know. <laughs> so, during quarantine, I was waiting for someone to come get them. No come one get did. the bus and yeah. load them up. <laughs> no oh one my did. gosh. So definitely want to hear your story in a little bit about your children and okay. 
because you're so, I love it. It's so cool. But you guys now are at New Life Church in Hot Springs. We are. How long have you been there? We have been there seven years, which is so crazy to me because I feel like I've blinked. And um, that part of the story is we had a bunch of children all at once. And so I feel like I lost a few years of my life whenever they were little. And um, anyway, so we've been there seven years. We love it. Um, we have such a great community there. And and really, the New Life Church there is our community. But really, the church with the big C is our community. We have friends, deep-rooted friendships in many different churches yeah. around town. Yeah. Don't you have a group of women you hang out with that are... Yes. So we have like a, a women's gathering mm-hmm. that meets uh, every couple months called Unify. And it's um, it's a bunch of different churches that gather and have ladies' nights. And it's awesome. We're getting ready to have um, a virtual one Aww, next week. So it's so awesome. I'm excited. Okay. So tell us your story of your children. Okay. So Corey and I met at UCA. Go yeah. Bears. Um, yeah. we, we both played sports. I was the unathletic one. So I was the golfer, whatever. <laughs> and then Corey played football. Um, we did, knew each other for, for a little bit. Like we were acquaintances and I kind of thought he was a rebel. He had long hair and a motorcycle <laughs> stuck out the back of his helmet. It was no. nasty. <laughs> well, then he cut his hair and I was like, Oh, he is, he is cute. And so, um, we obviously got married. We actually dated for five months, got engaged, Got married really fast. Oh my gosh! How got, long were we all engaged? Uh, five months. So ten months. Yes. Dating, engaged, yes. married, and we. Um, I don't know. It. I never would have planned my life mm-hmm. that way. I would have never said, "Oh, this is what I'm going to do." Um, but he has been just God's gift to me over and over. And it's funny because, um, you know, he comes from a broken home and many many hard things in his background, but I feel like it's made him into this man that is so stable for me. He is, I mean, he's exactly what I need. Whenever my emotions are up and down all mm-hmm. over the map, mm-hmm. he, he's my steady. steady. And, um, and anyway, I'm just so thankful for him. But so I'm sorry. So we got married um, in college. We were married while we were still going to school. Wow. And um, just we loved being poor together. It, that was awesome. And then, um, then we started working at, at church. And so we always said we wanted, I said, three or four kids. Mm-hmm. He said six or seven kids. I didn't know that. Yes. Oh and he's from South Louisiana, big families. And, um, and so I, I was at the time when we got married, I was like, whatever, whatever you say, uh-huh. you're amazing. I'm so Twitter painted with you. And <laughs> then, yeah, but then, um, you know, then we have two kids and I re- I'm like, this is so hard. Like <laughs> what? And so we had three after we had three. So uh, the first three are all 18 months apart. Okay. I wouldn't recommend it. Wow. But then um, 18 months after J.O., the, the third, we were like, you know what? We had just moved to Hot Springs. We we're like, let's have our fourth and final baby. We'll have them real close together. And then that way, you know, that way when they all graduate, we're going to party like it's yeah. 1999. Yeah. Well, so obviously then we get pregnant with our fourth. Praise God. I'm so thankful for our babies. But it turned out to be three. And so we had the all six in five years. Oh my God. And so at the time when I found out that we were having triplets, I had a four, three, and a one-year-old. Oh my God. And so I went home and like rocked myself for a while in my backyard <laughs> in my bathrobe. <laughs> I literally did that. I just sat in my backyard watching my toddlers play and had my bathrobe on. And you were it thinking, was, yes. in nine months, and I'm, I'll have three more yes, in my backyard. Exactly. Exactly. Wow. So honestly, I feel like the only, all the 
all the good that came from those years, I can honestly say is all God. Anything that came good from church, anything that came good good from our home <laughs> was all God because we were drowning. Like we oh, were I can't imagine. We were drowning. And there was a time I like I remember where it was like a luxury to like brush my teeth and put on deodorant. Like there was a year probably that I didn't do those things. So oh <laughs> thankfully I didn't have a ton of cavities and uh but I did stink. I did smell <laughs> And it was not my, it's not my finest moment. You smell good today. Thank you. I can tell you. It, put well, deodorant. now they're six. Now the triplets are six. Oh I think gosh. I will always use them as an excuse. Like even if I'm late one day, I'll be like, I'm sorry, I'm late. I have triplets. They're 30. They don't live with me anymore, <laughs> but that's why I'm late. They just did something to my head. But I have um, triplets, I have an excuse for anything. Yes, that's what I'm just going to, oh I have six gosh. children. I'm sorry. I can't do that. <laughs> so when you had three newborns at home. Yes. Plus three children. Yes. Like, how did you, how did y'all survive? Well, that was very hard. Um, but I will say the harder part was the pregnancy. The pregnancy was hard with the triplets. I was hospitalized for the last month of my pregnancy, but thankfully they were the biggest babies, triplets UAMS mm -hmm. had ever delivered. They oh, wow. were, and our, my doctor was like, with your body build, this is not going to go right. well. And so they are, they are literally my miracles. He was he was saying when I first met with the specialist, he was like, these babies will probably have some a lot of delays. They'll probably not go to school on time. They'll probably be born about 28 weeks. And they were born at 36 weeks. Oh and so they gosh. were I, they were two were six pounds and one was five pounds. I was really, I was really, really large. <laughs> oh, my so, gosh. UAMS had never sent triplets home before on right. normal schedule. And so like. They were like, you're going to get, this is amazing. Like, you're going to get take them home. And I was like, yay. <laughs> and uh, because I was kind of banking on a little bit of NICU time to like go back and regroup because right. my house wasn't ready. <laughs> so my sweet sister-in-law drove up from Jackson, got my house ready. Um, and then honestly, Rick and Michelle, they came like when they found out what was happening. When I, I was, I think I called her first and, or like one of the first people uh -huh. to tell her and, you know, they knew better than we did really what was coming down the pipe. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, because we had little bitties, but we still didn't know what was happening. Yeah. <laughs> and so they had said, you know, we want you to hire someone to help you, you know, so that you don't quit. Yes. <laughs> and so. So that you can actually pastor a church yes, and stay yes. married. Exactly. Yes. And so oh thankfully, gosh. because of their like foresight and generosity, we had somebody who lived with us for the first really, I think nine months. Mm. And she was, she worked just as hard as I did. Like she wasn't up with them at night, but she like, we had somebody always there rocking babies. And if she was off, like mm -hmm. if it was her off day, you better believe I was calling anybody I met in the grocery store. I was like, Hey, I know we don't know each other. Well, I just moved to town, but can you come over and rock a baby? Oh my gosh. And, um, and then we had just angels, people that we got to know very quickly because we had just moved to town and they would come get the big kids, the big, the toddlers, mm -hmm. and they would take them to Chick-fil-A or they would take them to the park. Mm -hmm. And it was moments like that that allowed us regrouping. It, honestly, a lot of kid life families mm -hmm. came and like spent the night at our house. They would rock babies. Some people would stay up with us at wow. night. There was one couple in particular who went to a different church in town and they they were they came over once a week for a year and did the night shift so that I could count on, okay, I can sleep six hours this night. 
Oh and, gosh. um, and so they, I mean, they kept us alive. So, I That's... mean, when people are like, man, you're amazing. I don't know how you did that. I was like, you would not think that if you saw the army of people that right. helped me, right. like it wasn't, it wasn't me at oh all. Oh my gosh. So, but it was a lot of logistics. And I think the, the whole newness of always having someone in your home, mm-hmm. you know, that was kind of hard because mm-hmm. you, you can't realize, oh, you can't, you can't have a family discussion if Sally's here from the beauty parlor that you just right. met rocking your baby. So anyway, um, but it was definitely just a season of growth. And mm-hmm. I feel like God just calling me, reminding me of how weak I am and how in, in my, in my weakness that he's mm-hmm. strong. Like mm-hmm. that was my verse and it still is. Right. But that was definitely my scripture in those years wow. of those early years. Yeah. So for six years, mm-hmm. right? Yes. They were in your home. Yes. And did they go to preschool or anything? Oh, the tri- the, triplets, the triplets? No, the triplets did not go to preschool only because I felt like we couldn't afford it. <laughs> well, I and mean. So, um, so, no, they did not go to preschool. Um, I did have a, like, every now and then I would have a lady come where I could leave for a morning mm-hmm. from, like, mm-hmm. 8 to noon. And I would go to the grocery and I would do, you know. Just do anything. I would go sit in my car by myself. <laughs> I'd go cry. Like, <laughs> Tell us about the gym. Do you go to the gym? Oh, yes. I Okay, so I got out of the habit of going to the gym in quarantine. I am sorry. <laughs> but I I would love my gym because they have the most amazing childcare. So I would go there and I work out for about 15 minutes, but then I take like a super long shower. I may lay down by the pool with a bunch of their towels and sleep for I would like set my alarm on my phone and I would go sleep for an hour at the gym. And like we were at the gym as soon as those babies turned six weeks old. Like they were everyone's so worried about germs. I'm like, uh no, you take these babies. We're gonna build them system like <laughs> mom, mama go sleep that's so. amazing did you take some classes and lay on the mat in the back I did I took some yoga I my <laughs> yoga teacher knew my situation so she would let me fall asleep in the back oh, of her class my gosh. her voice was so soothing she's like shh this yeah. is a sleep class <laughs> yes. that's so funny okay so then this year yep right that yes 2020 yes yeah. 2020 so the triplets turned six mm-hmm. during quarantine and, and so then started school Yes, they so they started school last year. Like okay, they were in kindergarten okay. last year, and um, and so this year, I mean, this hopefully will be their first full year of school. But so last year they started kindergarten, and then you know, <laughs> then they ended up coming home in the spring, and I realized how not holy I am. <laughs> like I really <laughs> thought I had it going on, and then I was like, mm, my pride, I'm gonna fall because. I am not cut out to homeschool. That's what I discovered. That okay. homeschool moms are a whole new level of holy that I will now forever shake their hand and I know. give them a hug. I know. And tell them to disciple me. I know. Do you remember Cami Ward? Who's yes. now Cammy McDonald? She yes. started a podcast for homeschool moms. It's called the Oh, what is it called? I don't know, but I need to listen to it. <laughs> I'll put a I link. do not have myself together. I'll put a link in the show notes. I think it's called the Deeply Rooted podcast or homeschool podcast or something. Um, but it's for homeschool moms mm-hmm. and I am amazed. She has three little ones and mm-hmm. I'm always looking at her and asking her, how do you do it? And she's so good at it. Yeah. Like has so much patience and her kids are brilliant and well behaved. Yes. Wow. Oh my gosh. Okay. So level. they came home from school because yes. of COVID and you had to homeschool them. 
Yes. What was that like? So thankfully, my two oldest are 11 and 10. Oh, my gosh. And so, like, we were just kind of like, uh, raise yourselves. Like, <laughs> do your own thing. Like, thankfully, they're smart and they're with it and they could do all of their own thing. Um, my third grader, at one point, I did get an email well, so I was mostly focused on the triplets because mm-hmm. I was like trying to do three kids in kindergarten. Right. And so my third grader, I was like, okay, good luck. Like, <laughs> here you go. Here's here's your Chromebook. Good luck. And so I did get an email at the end of one week that said, J.O. has not turned in any of his literacy or math. And I was like, oh, okay. And so like Corey got mad at him. And I was like, in his defense, most of the other third grade boys have a mom sitting right next to him. And I'm like, good luck, buddy. So he, um, he, we got it done. We got his math done, but he, um, so he had to have a lot of help as well as the triplets. And so it was definitely a thing. Like I was like drowning. I was drowning. And I was like, I'm like, I love doing the art projects and like, let's go to the park and like learn outside. But I'm like, I don't know how to turn on a computer. So this was very new to me. I was like paying a bunch of money to my two older girls. (laughs) Like, can you help? Can you help me set up a Google classroom? Where is this Google Doc? I don't know what a Google Doc is, (laughs) but I'm just not that person. So at one point I had set the triplets up on their Zoom. And so I was like going to go do dishes and help J.O. with his third grade work. So I'd set them up on their Zoom. I did not realize till afterwards that Judah was shirtless. Like, <laughs> and so at least it wasn't one of the girls, but Judah was shirtless on his Zoom, on his Zoom. but he was with his sisters who tattle and tell me all the things. Mm-hmm. So he's on a Zoom call and he was just wearing underwear, <laughs> <laughs> which sadly I did not realize like I just I'm like okay I gotta go do dishes I gotta start the laundry and I got to do third grade math which I don't really understand and so um so I'm on to the next thing well I overhear him and they're on the zoom call tell his teacher he like opens up his underwear thankfully (laughs) not on the video oh my god nothing was seen but he goes hey there's a cricket in my underpants no and there was a cricket in his underwear and so he got it out, showed the, showed the class, and I was just, I had to call the teacher later and be like, I'm sorry, like, this is just me. Like, unfortunately, oh. this is my very best. Like, I'm operating at my very best. That's hilarious. And my very best is not very good right now. I'm sure when teachers so. find out that they have your kids, they're like, yes, <laughs> this is going to be awesome. Well, and then we they made get a-, a peek into what is your world like. Well, I guess. I don't know. Or maybe they're like, that bless, bless her, bless her heart, <laughs> and not in a good way, bless her. But, um, but anyway, and then, so my kids made up a song with their grandma about the cricket in his underpants. And so we sing it all the time. Yeah. It's one of our favorites. How does it go? I was talking to my teacher the other day on Zoom (laughs) and all my other classmates were there in their own rooms. And a strange tickle happened in my pants. I looked and found a cricket that danced. A cricket in my underwear. I said, a cricket in my underwear. You know, a cricket in my underwear. While I was on Zoom. Boom. <laughs> <laughs>